everybody. Thanks again for tuning in here to another episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Monday episode here. We took last week off because of uh, things and stuff, but uh, now we're back with a brand new episode here. As always, the Growing Dad Podcast to talk about the uncomfortable topics, the fun topics, the relatability topics, have a good time, rethink fatherhood in our own minds, and just be a little bit better along the way. It is Devo here alongside me, as always, oh, alongside me in the interwebs, way across an hour and a half out of my area, Mr. Ryan McDonough. Ryan, how are you, beautiful? What's First going on? off, we'll always be together in our hearts. I actually had to like take room out for you for uh, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm like trying to squeeze you back in right now, and it's not really working, I ha- bro. I have a funny story about that, though. Of course the, you do. The, yeah, yeah. Because oh, I, I always have a funny story. Um, I was, I, I didn't even realize what the date was. Um, I was completely prepared for Cinco de Mayo to be next week because I, you know, horrifically lost reasons. <laughs> yeah, for reasons. Hmm, maybe the same reasons we didn't make an episode last week. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. Um, but so. Me and wife were like, hey, uh, I just want to get some food out. Yeah, that works for me. And she doesn't she doesn't drink or anything. So she uh, doesn't do the whole St. Patty's Day, um, Cinco de Mayo, all the uh, social alcoholic holidays or anything like that. Uh, like, in a, like in a big way. And, I, and I'm so far out of the loop on that because I live in the middle of the woods. Um, <laughs> like we don't, even have, we don't have a Mexican restaurant near us. So I order Chinese food. And this place that this place is like the only halfway decent place in my area. Okay. And uh, it's usually bumping, especially on uh, what was it? Um, a Thursday night. Yeah. Cause you know, people yeah. Are, yeah. People yeah. are doing thir- thirsty Thursdays. Um, there's a gas station next yep. door that sells beer. Um, so you can get like, you know, some low main or some chow fun or, you know, whatever you love, dim sum. This place sells dim sum, which is good. Dim um, sum. It's usually bumping. And I was the only mother in there. And the lady comes out and she's like, I, I think they're Korean that own the, the place. And she comes out and uh, she's like wearing a sombrero. And like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> and the place is all decked out and like Cinco de Mayo stuff. And they're all partying in the back. And I, in my head, till today, couldn't figure out what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's weird, and then just walked out. <laughs> I feel that you know what? I didn't even realize Cinco de Mayo was like happening. I looked at I looked at my wife the other day, and I was like, it was Cinco de Mayo. She goes, oh, we should have made tacos or something. I don't even. I think we just ate complete nonsense and garbage. White, white people taco night. <laughs> what white people taco night on a yeah. Thursday? Yeah. But I had one Cinco de Mayo story similar to that years ago where I had nothing but sake at a hibachi on Cinco de Mayo. That's good. Oh, That's it was good. Wonderful. Yeah, phenomenal. Wonderful. I hammered. Like good, I like a good hammered. sake drunk. And you know, it's not even like, oh, I got the warm sake with like a nice little bowl or anything like that. Like, no, no it was are. like Asian dude yep. squeezing it in my mouth. Awesome. For- <laughs> phenomenal. Absolutely wonderful. F- that's my, phenomenal. That, that's my Cinco de Mayo story. Well, I mean. For, it's, it's that not was a never con- a Cinco de Mayo. It's not a contest. But it's always a contest better. when we're talking to each better. other. <laughs> mine was way better. Yeah. It, mine had a sombrero. Was. That's why. Yours had a sombrero and Asians. Mine yeah. had Asians and sake. The sake is good. But sake is wonderful. What, what are we talking about today, 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 Dave? <sighs> I know we're mixing everything up here. It's weird. I, know, I like it. I know. I like it. Yeah. Um, so 
little backstory on what we're talking about today. And this one's we're kind of going back to our grassroots here from when this podcast really started. And it's something very, very uncomfortable to talk about. That's why we put a sombrero in the start. That's why we put the sombrero in the story. Yeah. So a good friend of mine and actually a good friend of ours will yeah, say. Absolutely. He um he reached out to me probably about a week or two from the date of this recording. And we were talking about non like not nonsense stuff, but his mom needed help with something and I had experience in it. And I was like, oh, we do this, 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 that, and the other. It's like, okay, great. So he's talking, he goes. I need your help with something. And he goes, this is for me. And I knew that he was him and his wife were expecting. And he ended up telling me that his wife, that they had a stillborn birth at 36 weeks, full term. And my heart fucking sank. And for those of you guys that listen to this podcast week in and week out, you know, keeping me speechless is pretty tough. Yeah. Um, and that's not something I was expecting to hear. And for those yeah. that are joining, you know, go back to our old episodes, you'll realize that that's who I am. He continues to go on and tell me that his wife, they were expecting twins at one point a couple of years ago, miscarried about two times in between all that. Now they have a daughter, five years old. She's wonderful. Ama- amazing, amazing child. I love the kid. Love the kid. But when he told me that, and that they had the stillborn birth, like I'm actually like tearing up just thinking about it right now. It's it, it hit me in such a way that it brought back some memories of myself, and we're going to talk about that a little bit in this episode. But really, the the meaning behind this episode is more so to get out there the how common things like this can be. And the fact that we as men or as dads or really just human beings, we don't talk about this enough. And that that really pisses us off. So so we when he told me that this past week, I said, you know, we we have to do this episode like this is this was a sign from the universe that said we need to talk about this because there's a reason why this was brought up the way it was brought up. And that's kind of where we're at today. It's um awful. It's really terrible. It's uh you know even knowing him makes it that much worse for us. Mm-hmm. Uh just watching anybody go through that. And I I've never had an experience like that. Um we we tried and tried and tried and tried before we had our son. Um, which was incredibly frustrating and stressful and awful. Um, but just to get that that far into it, my heart goes out to him. He, he really does. And if you need anything, call us if you actually happen to listen to this. Um, but by all means, we're always here to support whomever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, I go back to, and I think I brought this up a couple years ago or when we started this podcast my wife, she blessed off on me telling the story a couple times. So I'm fair enough to say it, but we actually went through a miscarriage before we had our first son back in. Oh God, this was 20, 2017. Cause it was right around the time all my medical issues started and I'll never forget it. I'll, I'll never forget the feeling of just pure numbness. 
of just pure Ryan, like when I when I tell you this, I, I was a shell. I, I remember when you told me. Um, I actually remember the day quite well. We were we were in um in the maintenance yard at the gap. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. um I pulled um your your boss aside and I was like, Hey, what's wrong with Dave? He's like, You better go talk to him. Um and then he then he told me and you just looked defeated and gaunt and upset um and there wasn't anything i could have told you at that point in time to make you feel better so and um, i I don't think there's anything that anybody could ever say to make somebody feel better at that point it's it's one of those things like we kind of have to i don't want to say we kind of have to go through it but we kind of have to like process it our own way like for me when it happened and i i still think this is the biggest mistake i made was i took five days off of work I only took five days off and I said, I'm going back into work. I need to get my mind off of it. I need to go and just kind of do my thing. And I, th- I personally, for me, looking back on it, I think that was the worst fucking mistake I ever made in my life. Yeah, I, I would say taking some time off FMLA and getting you, getting you know, putting it all back in perspective probably would have been a really good idea. Yeah, especially the job I was working at with how stressful it was. Like, yep. A- any small little word trigger would have just completely blown me away. But I still remember that. I still remember looking at my wife and just it's like our world crumbled, like everything we ever fought for completely disintegrated into I'm not even gonna call it ash, like into the nether, like it was yeah. just gone. The void, the, the void. Yeah. You, you take a look and you're like, what the fuck did I do wrong? What happened? Where was it broken? Like, why did nobody ever talk about this? Why is this never talked about? I feel like people go to blame themselves, you know, like, you do. like exactly like what you're saying is like, Oh, what's wrong with me? Well, that would have caused this. Uh, and I mean, God forbid what your partner is going through at the same time. Right. Um, but there isn't anything wrong. <laughs> I mean, at this, it, there just isn't, it's like the, and I hate, I hate to put it so overtly bluntly, but like the shit happens. Um, you can do things to mitigate it, but sometimes, unfortunately, if it's if it's your number, it's your number. It is what it is. And that's one thing I brought up to our friend the other day. He goes, I, I just need to vet. I'm like, what if I told you this? And I said, I'm not a religious man. I know you're a religious man. But I said, what if the universe did this to you for a reason? And it took me a long time to even process that own for myself like why why would this happen to me is basically the way i looked at it when it happened to me and i said what did i do wrong to deserve this but what i realized and pretty much what i was telling our friend is it's not what was wrong but it's more so what's setting us up for a better future or for our next level and when you're in the moment and if you're listening to this and you've gone through that, you know, you, you might think I'm spewing bullshit. Hindsight becomes 2020. And I tell you what, if I, if me and my wife didn't go through that trauma and if our friend and his wife didn't just go through that trauma at 36 weeks, I mean, I, I'm a believer and I'm going to say this to the day I die, that everything happens for a reason and that we are given what we can handle no more 
no less at any one time. And for people who have gone through a very common situation, I mean, this is the thing that we're trying to get to, too, is like like the fact that a miscarriage is so common or even a stillborn, a stillbirth is like it. It's so common, but it doesn't get talked about because of the the stigmas associated with it. Like the, oh, I have to battle it myself. Nobody's going to really understand who the, no, nobody wants to hear that. Like, no, we do. We do because chances are you have somebody right around the corner next to you that went through the same thing you went through or a similar situation. You could talk through it and it just makes it that much better. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to uh say anything about religion but i think one of the fundamental flaws with especially the outlook of like an organized religion uh by the way i would never tell anyone not to have faith i have faith it's personal to me and that's really where my stance is it's always personal but the problem with um some organized religious or some religious organizations is there's there's always this mindset of if i put it i'm going to get out and when things like this happen, um, it causes mental health problems. They're like, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. What did I not do enough of? Well, the truth of the matter is you did everything you could. Some things are just what they are. Uh, and a million things can happen. And especially in that stage when they are at their absolute most fragile they are so fragile you have a whole human wrapped around them to protect them and feed them and you know give them everything they need so yeah absolutely things can happen uh but there's no blaming yourself but there's no blame your partner shouldn't blame themselves um it's just awful and you know i i'm gonna go back to it like always seek therapy emotional healing is key here not talking about it isn't going to help. You have to confront the emotion. And it's the only way you're not just going to move on because um, you don't want to move on from potential life. Oh, that's that's horrible. It's a horrible thing to say. But what you want to do is appreciate what you could have had, appreciate what you've learned from it, and appreciate the experience you have. And it's never going to be it's never going to be easy but you need to get something out of it and move on to your next to and move on. And if your goal is to keep trying, keep trying. And I think that's what I was trying to get across with. Like, why did that? Why would this happen to something like that? Like, you're never going to forget it. Like still talking about oh, today, no, I, absolutely I, not. I still yeah. get teared up about it. Yeah. It's, it's horrific. It's, it's awful. Yeah. It is. And, and it's and, one of those, if I, by the way, if I came off, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You didn't. If, okay. I know, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. And yeah. you, you make, you make very valid points like that. You, you fall into this sense of community and it's like, oh, we're here for you, but oh, well, what did you, you know, like you, you get those ones and twos and I've, I've seen it growing up my whole life and it happens. It becomes something that you have to do. It just, it becomes one of those things. And I know where you're trying to come from. And, it, you know, a lot of us, like I have a bad disdain for organized religion because of the how yeah. i was raised oh, no, and everything. No, i wasn't i wasn't saying anything about organized religion i was saying right. about the, the the causality and the effect of what the, the mind sometimes. the mindset yeah. of it right yeah i i got what you're saying and if you took 
any type of harm to it. That's not what we're here to do. We have our own, we have our own opinions. We have our own beliefs. We all share that. We have an open space for that. So please don't yeah, take what we say and use whatever, but you made a lot of valid points with that. You always feel this sense of community and you always feel like this sense of trying to improve or trying to continue to have children. For me, I took a serious trauma like that. And I said, other dads have gone through shit like this. So what can I do with that? And here we are today, two years later, fearless fathers podcast, you know, and we tried again. And now we have our wonderful son that you just heard in the background who is going to be four years old. And it, it blows my mind that in a short period of time, it seemed like a lifetime of situations happened but we were able to take something that's so detrimental and so heartbreaking and I'm never going to forget it for the, as long as I live, but it brought us to a greater version of where we are now. It, when you think about it after the moment, it becomes like so clear, but when you're stuck in the middle and you're trying to figure out and you're trying to process everything, it, it's like, where do you go next? Right. And you know, honestly, I don't have those answers for you. Um, I don't think we all do. No, nobody does. Nobody does. Um, It's, it's, you know, loss counseling is, is really what, where I would probably go with that. Um, But everybody's different. There are resources out there, by the way. Uh, Chop has, uh, Children's Hospital has, has excellent resources for these kind of things. I, I'll, Dave, I'll give you the link. Um, yeah, we could, we could put the link in the description. Yeah, no, no, um, it's it gives you a whole rundown, and um, you know, I'm not saying you you know you put a you know it, it's right. Uh, I, yeah. I know, I know, what yeah. I know what you're trying yeah. to say. Right, but it's it's a good starting place uh, right. for people who are dealing with loss. Um, if you feel that that lost in the moment, well, how well how do I reconcile all this? Well, this it's a, it's a really good starting place. And they have a toll free number. And they have people you can email and they have a lot of things um, because those resources exist because you're not the only one going through it. A lot of people go through it. That's why, you know, even if you look at this podcast as a resource, great. If we could do that for you, even better. Like, you know, I always say email us. Email, email us. us. Yeah. If you got my phone number, call me. <laughs> Our <laughs> call email me. is plastered yeah. fucking everywhere. And yeah. Tell you what, we get back to people really quickly. So um we're always there as an we're always there as an outlet. We're always there as a voice. We're always there, you know, as that beginning resource. And if we need to find more resources, guess what? I do this full time. I'll look for yeah. resources. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I will dig and dig and dig. Yeah. Until I find something that's gonna help you. That because that's just what we do here. That's what we do, and that's why we give that's why we give a shit about the people that come in and listen to us week in and week out. So thank you. Um I have nothing else, man. Unless no, you do. no. Uh, we'll put the uh, the Children's Hospital link in the description of the the video. Yes. Um, so if you want to, you can take a look at it. Uh, but beyond that, I, I've got nothing as well. This has been a uh, kind of a kind of a solemn one. That's rough. But that that's, that's rough. and it's like we talked about in the beginning of this episode. It's not something that gets talked about. And you know what? We need to fucking talk about it. Right. And until somebody actually opens up their mouth and says, "Hey, listen, this shit's happening to everybody." or to a good majority or to the silent majority of us, it doesn't get fucking fixed. So you could sit there and with the stigmas of therapy and all that. And if we have to be the two morons on this microphone, sitting here talking about something that's traumatized one of us or both of us, 
guess what? We're going to fucking do it. You know, you know what? We've already got people, you know, email us back being like, you guys helped. Thank you. Um, and guess what? That's a win in my book. I I won in life because I because I did that. I <laughs> yeah, and I said that I said it the the first in the first podcast. It's like if I can get one person what they need to do better, then we did our job. Then we did our fucking jobs. We did our job. Hundred percent. And I can be, you know, happy with what we did here. And I am. I'm absolutely happy to, with what we did here. Also, 100%. I saw a sombrero, which is also good. <laughs> so. What a way to end. Yep, you're welcome. So thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. If you've been with us since the beginning, thank you very much for your continued support. You continued coming out week in and week out, listening to the episodes, picking them up. If you're brand new to the show and this is the first time listening to us, welcome to the family. Welcome here. We have tons of episodes like this, other episodes, interviews with other dads that have gone through similar situations. So make sure you check out our major backed catalog of all those episodes that we have out there, other interviews. If you are new to us or if you've been following us for a while, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. That way you can get a new episode when it comes out pretty much every week other than other than the last week that we didn't hit up. Those are red herrings in our books for two years. I'll take it all day. Give us a five-star review wherever you are. Smash that like button. Give us a review. Let us know how great, what you think we, what we love, what you don't love, whatever the case is. We want to hear your feedback. We want to hear from you. We completely love what you guys do. Without you, we don't have this. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And if you guys have anything you want to hear us do, hear us talk about, by send all us means. an email. Yeah. Send us an email. We'll talk send about us- it all day. This again, this is one of those things that came up. It was it wasn't talked about. It's happened. So we talk about it. Yep. If you have something that you want to hear more about, or if you want to share your story and you want to be on the show, hit us up. Yeah. Hit us up. Even if you don't think that you could have great stories. We've talked to I've talked to dads all over the country. We both have. Yeah, we have. So we love hearing your story. We love hearing your voice. Even if you don't want, if you just have a general topic, hit us an email, fearlessfatherspodcast at gmail.com. We'll be more than happy to look into it and do do an episode about it. Until next time, guys, keep going out there. Keep being the best damn dad you know you are. And we're going to rethink fatherhood. See you guys. 